0: Hey, if you want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, we got no ads on that thing, all you have to do is become a bonus BS subscriber. That's bonus Burt Show. Find out more at theburtshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. Oh, I love when we can start the Burt Show out with a little tension. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody maybe S-talking somebody else on the show,
1: perhaps.
0: Rebecca, let them have it.
1: Yeah, I'm here to call out our phone screener, Jackson.
0: Oh, God. And the dude just got here. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even comfortable yet. I yeah.
2: mean, tech, you haven't even been here a week, have you?
0: This is the week. Oh, this is it's one week today.
1: <laughs> today. Okay, that's nice.
3: Oh,
0: let's see, say long you, enough to... Yeah, hmm. let's see if you make it past today, man, because you've been on double secret probation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've known him briefly, obviously, but I thought we were cool, and I just want to say I'm not mad. <laughs> Just disappointed. (laughs) What'd he do, Rebecca? What'd he do? I'm just kidding. No, I really just want to get to the bottom of something that he said at Music Midtown that I don't think I was supposed to overhear. So for those that don't know what Music
2: Midtown is, it's a giant Mm -hmm. music festival in a park and there's multiple stages and it's... I mean, it's it's huge. It's, it's massive.
0: And it's super rare for all of us to, like, be available at the same time to, like, actually hang out. So we were all there on different times on Friday and Saturday night all hanging out. But this, I'm guessing, is where the story <laughs> begins. Were you guys there at the same time?
1: Yes. So it was at the Pink Show where it seemed like a big group of us mm-hmm. had come together, which I was so excited about. Hell yeah, brother. So much fun. Because <laughs> it was really hard to find each other. It was. it was. Oh, God, that's a different story. That was crazy. Pink fans are evil. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I noticed that Jackson and his girlfriend had showed up, and Bert kind of had gestured to me and was like, hey, come here for a second. Don't you think Jackson's girlfriend looks just like Anne Hathaway,
0: dude? It's crazy how <laughs> close they look alike. Did you did you meet her?
2: I, I didn't get to meet her, but I saw you all together. But. I wouldn't remember.
4: She,
3: <laughs> i was going to I introduce you
4: guys, but did you? I think briefly. Okay,
2: if, if, if you did, it was real, real brief. Yeah. And I was a little bit drunk. <laughs>
0: so Eliza and Tiffany are going through this period right now, where all they're watching is the Devil Wears Prada. So she's in my face all the time. So when I saw your girlfriend, I'm like, I, I mean, they could
1: literally be twins. She gets that all the time when we're out in public. Yeah, she looks just like her. But I was a lot drunk and I was like not subtle at all. So I just wrenched my head back to kind of like gawk at her. And she noticed because she has eyes.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And now it doesn't look innocent at all. Bert, you know, ushers you over. You come over. You're talking and then you whip your head over. So she obviously knows the two of you are talking about her.
1: Exactly. I was like, oh, God, that just looks so bad. I look like I'm chatting whatever. So I kind of like wiggled my way back over to Jackson because I hadn't really even said hello yet. Um, and he introduced me, and I don't remember her name because I'm awful.
4: Her name's Kate.
1: <laughs> so introduced me to Kate slash Anne Hathaway, <laughs> and we were just <laughs> chatting and talking, and I told her, oh my God, we were just talking about how you just look so much like Anne Hathaway. And it was so cute. And then the vibes were good. Crisis averted. Nice. Uh-huh. So I turned around, and immediately, my friend who I'd brought to Music Midtown started cackling behind me. <laughs> And I turned around and I was like, what's the tea? What are you laughing at? What's going on? And she would not tell me. She was like, wait a minute. And the song ended. And she told me that after Jackson and I and his girlfriend's cute little conversation, the first thing he did when I turned around was turn to his girlfriend and say, she's bi- (laughs)
0: <laughs>
3: what? You're kidding. What? Okay,
1: okay.
0: You okay. even know where that was going before she said it. I, I can explain. I can explain. Can, can you? Well, no, he did the same thing because I heard him say when I left, he's straight. <laughs> so I guess he does that with everybody.
1: Is that my character defining trait? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I paint too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's backtrack a little bit here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my my girlfriend is bi, okay, and uh-huh. so. Uh-huh. Junker. He's safe. <laughs> yes, and so prior to going to this show, I was giving her the heads up. Hey, by the way, there's going to be people from the station there. We might run into, and she was like a little bit nervous about meeting people. And so that was just like an attempt for me to like kind of you know ease her and like make her feel maybe a little more comfortable. I don't know. Maybe I overextended a little she bit. She's my <laughs> friend. So you're looking for some common ground. Exactly.
0: Here. I was and just going because from what Rebecca I Rebecca doesn't look like Anne Hathaway. That's the only other thing you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I swear,
2: I swear.
3: Oh my God,
1: I had I'm no just idea. Imagining you at the Pink concert,
2: like in the middle of like a song, and you're just leaning over your girlfriend, screaming, she's Bob <laughs> <laughs> It's a beautiful scene. It really, really is.
0: Okay, now starting to make a little bit more sense. I had no idea. So he was setting you up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you to up,
0: get up, your, your trigger into your girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we get it. All right. Okay. Well, okay. I feel better now. <laughs> I I think so. Okay. Yeah, She's my
1: brethren. I have to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Don't you guys like have a secret handshake or something? I in The BI community. Or, you should have <laughs> known this. Like a half
1: chest bump or something. <laughs> I didn't see her at any of the meetings, so. <laughs> I
0: don't, I don't know. So you were confused. Okay, yes. I get it. The Burt Show. All
1: right, so what do you guys
0: have going on in your life you want to share with The Burt Show? We love when you guys email us with the drama that's going on in your life. And in this case, her brother was coming into town, and she had no problem with him crashing at her place, none. But then dude starts adding, like, guests to
4: the list and not even asking her about it. So she's kind of being an a-hole or not. I'm always got the email. Hi, Burt Show. I'm a longtime listener, and I'm impressed with the advice you've given to others. So here it goes. I'm like Burt. And that I don't particularly like having people over to my house. Not that I'm a hermit. I've thrown a few parties and friends visiting from out of town have stayed with me. For the most part, though, it's me and my two parrots. In a couple of weeks, my brother, his wife, and their 16-year-old son are visiting from North Carolina and staying with me for four days.
2: Oh, that sounds fun.
4: <clears throat> I've known about this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mo's like, yeah, fun, sure. Fun,
4: fun. <laughs> I've known about this visit for a while. A week ago, my brother called and said they would also be bringing their dog, a lovely dog, but a huge dog. I expressed concern about the dog and my parents being together because my parents have never seen a dog before.
2: And time out, you don't call and tell somebody you're bringing a pet. You call somebody and ask them Mm -hmm. if it's okay if you bring your pet because they are being kind enough to let you stay with them. That's protocol.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, we're living in a world of 2023 where common sense really needs to be discussed. Because, I mean, that seems obvious.
2: It does seem obvious, but people take advantage of family. So that is what it is.
4: My brother said, it'll all work out. And I told myself to stop being so uptight. Well, my brother just called again. This time to tell me that his wife's best friend will also be coming with them and staying what? at my place. What the hell? <laughs> I've never heard of this. So now I have my brother. His wife, her best friend, and their 16-year-old son and dog staying with me. I live in a -a two-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bathroom townhouse. It's not a matchbox, but it's not huge either. I'm not sure what to do. I feel crowded out of my own house. If I'm honest with myself, I like for everyone to stay at a hotel. (laughs) It was fine when it was just my brother, his wife, and their son. But throwing the dog and another adult? Well, I'm overwhelmed, figuring out the logistics of four adults, one 16-year-old, a dog, and two parrots. Too many heartbeats in that house. How can I make the best of a situation that's already causing me a ton of anxiety? Do I just grin and bear it? Is it wrong to ask my brother to stay at a hotel? He's family, after all. Mm. How would you handle it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, She said it was how long? Four Four days. days. Four days.
2: That's a long time. Is it? Yes, it is. Okay,
0: because... This whole family thing is not my strong point Um, in growing up that just nobody stayed at our house. And that's why I still to this day get freaked out about any guests I have in my house. But on paper, it seems to me like if it's family and it's only four days, can you do that for four days Mm. for, for your brother?
2: You can suck it up for four days. But I'm telling you, four days is a long time. They say you should have guests for the amount of time that you're able to have fish. and <laughs> Fish goes bad really fast.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, for me, I really related to this when he said I, quote, needed to stop being so uptight because I feel like I say that to myself all the time. But I think sometimes in those situations, you're putting the pressure on yourself to stop being so uptight when really people are just being a-holes. To be fair, he didn't say that to her. She said that to herself. No, I know. I say that to myself all the time. Oh, you do. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to say. It's like a lot of times I'm like, Abby, you just need to relax. You need to stop being so uptight. But sometimes people are just being a-holes and yeah. you're not necessarily being uptight. I do think you can do anything for four days. So maybe express the fact that you're like, this is a little crowded. So there, there's not tension when they get there. But yeah, suck it up for four days. Yeah. Where's everybody going to sleep? <laughs> In the couch, maybe? With the
0: oh my, it's only <laughs> with the four parrots. days. Okay. And again, I am really working in my personal life at not appeasing people, right? Like yes. being authentic. And I'm usually like, F my feelings. This is just four days. And it's family. So I'm on uneven ground here, but it just feels like four days for your family. It shouldn't be that big a deal. Uh,
2: four I- days is a long time. I'm here to tell you right now. Yeah, it is. Uh, Especially with a large dog and you have two birds and then you're factoring in like a, your the wife's best friend is now coming who I'm going to assume you don't know. And you feel this you're going to be literally pinging. With anxiety for four days straight, trying to make sure everybody is well taken care of and your parents, your parrots are going to be chicken <laughs> dinner for the dog.
0: So I understand that, you know, like bringing in
4: friends to stay there also. But the family, don't you have like a sense of duty to your family like for 40? four days? I don't feel like you do. Not in this situation. If I have a type of relationship with my sisters that I feel like I would have with my brother in this situation, be I would be authentic. And I don't think I would do it simply for the fact that you didn't ask. Mm. That, that's the part mm-hmm. that would, that yeah. would probably yeah. be the yeah. wrong yeah. way. For you to just tell me you're bringing a friend, I would have been cool with the dog. Something about saying you're also going to bring your best friend, for mm-hmm. me, would have been like, within, I think yeah. you're going to need a hotel.
6: That's mm-hmm. what it is. The family, sure, but the extras, no. So if I were in this situation, I'd be like, your friend. the dog's not coming and your friend's in a hotel. Mm-hmm. You guys are still invited, but you're not tacking on extra people. And honestly, as family, I would explain that I'm having anxiety over it and it's a lot going on. And then if they poo-pooed that, well, then I'm poo-pooing them coming into my house.
4: <laughs> the Burt show
2: <laughs>
3: to get
4: buzz on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby it's the Burt show's entertainment bus
5: it looks like Halle Berry and Drake are beefing so Halle Berry's claiming that she told Drake that she didn't want him to use a photo of her for her his latest single cover art and he did it anyway. So on Friday, he released the first single from his upcoming album for all the dogs, and the song is called "Slime You Out." It features SZA, and the cover art is a photo from the 2012 Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards, where of course Halle Berry is getting slimed. And so she has been replying to comments on social media where people have been talking to her about this, and she said that she, that he asked her for permission. And she was like, yeah, I don't really want you to use it. And then he ended up using it anyway, which I'm sure you're like, how is that legal? Well, it's a Getty image that she doesn't technically own. So really anybody can use it. He was just asking her out of courtesy and then was being an ask hole and then did it anyway. Like,
2: What's the point of asking somebody something if you're not going (laughs) to listen to them or take into consideration what what they want you to do? Like, that's
4: pointless. Yeah, that was my first thought. Exactly. But I think in his mind, he figured because he's Drake, she wouldn't say no. And then when she did say no, he decided, well, I'm Drake. I'm going to do it anyway, which is corny. (laughs) Do they have any history together before this? They uh, allegedly, they dated briefly, Uh, but we don't know if that's actually true or not. But he wore like a Holly uh, Berry jacket once, and I guess that was his way of insinuating that they were dating. But Drake does stuff like that, so you never really know.
5: So a real housewife star, she's facing hit and run and DUI charges. I have never gotten so many DMs about a story. People were so... W- wildly shocked that this happened. So this is Shannon Storm's beater from the Real Housewives of Orange County. Beador, Beador sorry. Mm-hmm. No, you're good. My mom is my Real Housewives correspondent. She huh. was the one that called me up about this yesterday. <laughs> She's like, girl, let me tell you about this. Uh-huh. So People Magazine confirmed that she was arrested at 1.17 a.m. and apparently she fled the scene after running into a house uh. and then they found her pretending to walk her dog to kind of like <laughs>
0: <laughs> at, <laughs> like at two o'clock in the morning. That's crazy insomnia.
5: <laughs> um, <laughs> allegedly, she left the car in the middle of the road. Now i heard that this is obviously shocking because she hit a house and then pretended to walk her dog like that's embarrassing but apparently she helped a different real housewife star during season two of their show like helped, she helped her through a dui situation and then was throwing all of that back in her face during the last season mm-hmm. um and so now this is very much karma oh it's totally karma so i haven't i gave up on the
2: real housewives franchise many many years ago but real housewives of the oc was my was my jam and i've watched shannon go from her highs to her lows and i was not surprised by this story you weren't no i was not now hitting the house that yeah i that was a little bit extreme but as far as getting (laughs) a dui mm, no uh, I, <laughs> I guess,
0: these guys that have all this money, right? Or at least allegedly have this money. Yeah. We think reality stars do, but sometimes we find out not so much. They're about to sell their house. <laughs> um, but in a case like, I mean, if you're that drunk, you certainly have enough. There's really no excuse to get a DUI anymore. Like, I mean, I understand like if you have one or two and you're over the legal limit and you thought you're going to be fine. But when you're so drunk that you're running into homes, (laughs) that's a different level right there. Save yourself all this headache and spend $40 on a Lyft. Damn.
5: Get an Uber. So I was talking Mm -hmm. to my mom. I was like, why do you think this happened? And she said that she was doing a deep dive on a bunch of TikTok comments. And she said, and this is obviously alleged because we don't know who these people on the internet are, but the person whose house was ran into was basically giving all the tea in the TikTok comments and said that she was apparently at her ex-boyfriend's house down the street. And so she must have been visiting the ex-boyfriend's house. They got in a big argument. There was alcohol involved, and so maybe she was like, "I don't want to leave my car at my ex-boyfriend's house since we're in this big argument." And so I think that's pro- probably what happened, and why she didn't get the Uber. Shannon Bedore,
4: do when, better. Whenever things like this happen, I also wonder what it's like to be the person in the home, like you just sitting there watching Jeopardy, yeah. like in the car, just end up in your living room. That got to be crazy. <laughs> Am I dreaming? No way, this is really happening. It's definitely not
5: a good day for
2: sure. Not
4: at all.
5: So, people are hounding Chiefs tight end, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, about these Taylor Swift rumors. I swear, every interview oh. I've seen, people are asking, are you dating Taylor Swift? What's going on? And he is doing the smart thing and staying quiet. <laughs> Elon Musk says he plans to charge X, a.k.a. Twitter users, to use the social media platform. I'll fill you in on your next e on The Burt Show. Bye.
4: The
0: Burt Show. So, Abby, there you are, drinking alone, Just trying to break up the monotony of the day. Go out to have a drink by yourself at, uh... Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, all by yourself. Oh, I do
5: love some seafood. Of course you do.
0: And a guy approaches you, right, and you turn around and you immediately brand him as a nerd. Do, <laughs> dweeb. Do we, uh, is that the same thing? Nerd and dweeb? Yeah, they're a little dweeby, a little nerdy. Same? Mm-mm. No? I don't know. Okay. was <laughs> like, I'm neither, so oh, I wouldn't I, know. I have no idea.
2: I feel like dweeb has more of a negative connotation, yeah. whereas nerd's more endearing and sweet.
5: Mm, Okay.
0: Do you give the nerd a chance? All I'm saying is give nerds a chance.
5: How tall is he? (laughs) He's a (laughs)
0: six, two and a half nerd.
5: Mm, I'll give him a chance.
0: (laughs) Five, nine. Mm, that's the dweeb territory. Wow. <laughs> what,
5: when, when, they drop a, when they drop below 5'10, they yeah, become a dweeb. I do
0: think that dweeb has everything to do with height. I think you're right. I think you're onto <laughs> something here. Uh, so there's one podcaster yesterday, Isabel Brown, saying, Look, you guys are messing things up. Uh, if you are not giving nerds a chance, she's got herself a great husband who she knows is a nerd.
5: You go for the nerd. It honestly blows my mind how we have this, like, entire trope in American literature and movies and TV shows about the nerdy girl who then becomes super hot and amazing. But we don't say that for men.
0: Mm -hmm. So what are you looking for when it comes to a nerd?
5: I want you to hear me loud and clear when I say this so listen up if he owns a lightsaber green flag if he has purchased a wand from the wizarding world of Harry Potter greenest possible flag if he has an unhealthy obsession with Ahsoka Tano you better run to the altar because those little underestimated
6: nerd boys grow up to be men who see what's in here boom
5: these are all things that would not have made me run to the altar they would have made me run away
6: (laughs) (laughs) i married a nerd and a hundred percent can recommend is that right? i've dated my fair share of nerds and a couple of jocks and not to slam anybody but the nerds are where Mm -hmm. it's at there's something i don't know what it is maybe being exposed to the nerd fandom but they are very in tune with emotions they listen they care like if you want a rock solid boyfriend a sure bet is a nerd.
0: Mm. And the <laughs> you're, not, you're not buying into this? No, I'm
6: totally buying into okay. it. I
2: don't have myself a nerd, though. Uh-uh. So. Oh, right.
6: yeah, no, I'm not discounting everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. else, but I'm just no. saying a solid bet, mm. sure thing, <laughs> nerd boys. All right, Mo, maybe
0: it's time to take a look at yourself in this situation <laughs> and not who you're calling out. Maybe. What's
2: the th- definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again and expecting a different
4: response. All, all true. No. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: weren't prepared for this fire when you're like, I was
3: wrong. No, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly.
4: Mm-hmm. But you're right, though. And, and and it's funny because in my defense, I didn't necessarily expect her to make it this time. But she convinced me that she would. Mm. And, and that's where this story starts. Because... You already get the side eye.
2: Is it starting with a broken promise?
4: Yes. <gasps> Again. Absolutely. Again. Again. And I have a feeling... That Katie's gonna have a really good <laughs> excuse just because of her confidence over there.
0: <laughs> I just
4: I can just feel it
0: now is this one you guys thought about on your podcast
4: not yet okay <laughs> this is this is fresh <laughs> okay we have we have become very good at not talking about things. When we see each other that we know we're going to have to discuss on air. All right, so this is the preview of In The Moment soon to be recorded. Yeah, because I have a feeling on In The Moment is going to be extended. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But here's what happened.
2: Give us the appetizer.
4: So there I was. It was Thursday of last week. I was one day before becoming a keynote speaker for Camino Latino. It was my first time. You don't get to do first-time things more than once. My first time being a keynote speaker. Big deal. My date flew in all the way from New York, and the three of us are hanging out. Now, Katie didn't have to work the next day, fortunately for her. So I told her, You don't have to come. It's fine. I know how it is when you're home all day, you say you're going to do something, mm-hmm. and it gets there, you don't want to leave the house. It's fine. Katie told me three times, I believe it was, before I left, No, I'm coming. I know this is a big deal for you. I will be there. I will see you tomorrow. You're my dude. I'm going to be there to support you. Front and center.
2: As the keynote speaker, I'm sure the organization said, hey, how many seats do you need? And they're going to give your people priority and put them front and center to watch you do your thing.
4: Well, funny you would bring that up, Kristen. (laughs) Katie is not
0: smiling, by the way.
7: (laughs) Because I have a great counter argument. Well,
4: I, I can right. feel it. I can feel you too confident over there. But yes, mm-hmm. they asked me. They actually gave me um, one additional. They gave me one plus one. But So this is like a gold bar. Yes. I will give it to you. My favorite person. Well, mm-hmm. and, and we're at the aquarium. Really beautiful place. It's packed. It's completely sold out. So I'm pretty sure they had to move around some things in order to give me an extra seat. But I asked because Katie said she was going to be there. So I asked for an additional plus one. They said, no problem. We'll set it up. They had a table for us right in the front. Funny enough, when I arrive, the first person that walks up to me, oh, my God. Hi, Mo. Hi. How are you? I'm a huge listener. I'm also Katie's line sister. Where's Katie? <gasps> okay. said um, I don't know. She'll be here soon, though. She'll be here soon because yeah. she wouldn't miss this for the world. I go and I sit down, person at the table, huge in the moment fan, Mo. Pleasure to meet you, but where's Katie? <laughs> Again, I don't know, but I'm sure she'll be here soon. She wouldn't miss this for the world. So then the chicken starts coming out. Good chicken, too. by yeah. way. Oh, it's amazing. They put it on all the plates. They said, they asked me if the empty plate next to me needed some chicken. Oh. Oh, of course you to- said
2: yes, because Katie's going to be here any moment she now. She wouldn't miss this for the world. <laughs>
4: They put the chicken on the plate, uh-huh. put some champagne in the glass. Yeah. Did the chicken ask, "Hey, where's
6: Katie?" Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it was the third person asked me, <laughs> "Where Katie was." And then it was time for me to go up there and do my speech. And I went up and I did my thing. Probably a little unfocused because your heart's filled with disappointment. Exactly. Yep. Like when you're ch- when you're a kid and you you hit the home run, and you look yeah. in the stands, to see mom and dad, oh, yeah. they're not there. Sure. <laughs> right? Sure. Katie's getting text messages about oh. how great I'm doing on stage from people who were really looking forward to seeing her. Then I get off the stage and as everyone is applauding, I can't help but look at that uneaten chicken (laughs) on on the plate next to me.
2: Just getting cold and rubbery.
4: Yep. Then they gave me my to-go bag and asked me if I would need an extra. Mm. (laughs) And I was petty, so I said no. (laughs) (laughs) And there was no Katie. Look, Katie, we got a history here. I mean...
0: Just just embrace your flakiness. Oh,
7: I 100% embrace okay. it. I embrace that, but that's for events that are not important. You it's, know, it's like going it. to the bar or something like that, I'm a hey. flake, you know? Majority of Moe's important moments, I've always been there. That's a fact. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's go back to that Thursday. Huh? You know, that Thursday where his date flew in. And that Thursday, uh-huh. after we were finished recording the podcast, <laughs> you know, just hanging out with Moe and his date. Uh, and she says, hey, Katie, you coming to the thing tomorrow? And I was like, "Is tomorrow? And, and then she was like, Mo, so Katie comes to the thing tomorrow? He's like, I don't know. You want to come? You can come. You want to? <laughs> that was the
4: invite?
2: Huh? That was the invite? Technically, no. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Technically, I'd invited you before. Let's. Let me paint my picture. All right, my bad.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: While she is here now, let's let her have the
7: floor. Yeah, nice of you to
0: be here.
7: So I was like, I, I mean, I, you know, I he's, didn't want, he's put looking at his phone. Hey, hey.
3: Sorry, sorry.
4: Well, he's well, looking at his phone. I mean,
7: Katie, you want to come? You can come. You, you know, you ain't got to come. You know, if you want to come, it's tomorrow or something like that. You he's know? downplaying it. Yeah. Yes. He's definitely downplayed. And I'm like, all right, sure. You know, I'm down to come out to this tomorrow. I know I have free time. Just give me the details. Tell me where I need to be and what time and stuff like that. And I'll come out. He's like, all right, cool. Did I ever get details? No. Did I ever know a time? Uh, No. Did I ever know a location? Uh No. Uh Did you? I asked. I was like, give me the details. And boom. He's like, all right, cool. I was like, I'll show up if you give me the details. I never got the details. I didn't even know that this was going to be at the aquarium. I didn't even know that there was going to be a special mm-hmm. plate. I didn't even know mm-hmm. that you added a plus one. I just yes, assumed yes I your date. When did you tell me that? When did you tell me that okay, you added? Okay, okay. Two one?
4: things. Number one, I did tell. I didn't tell you the day before. I will give you that. That is fair. <laughs> but I did tell you before we went on vacation that it was going to be at the Georgia Aquarium. You
7: know how long ago that was?
4: Mom. That's not the point. I did tell you, and we share an email. Where we get all of our important information for in the moment, and we got the email of all the information months ago. The, no, 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 last week. You just didn't, I didn't check, check the that. E- see, don't you hate I people that don't read their email? <laughs> <laughs> so, that, is, that is annoying. Okay, <laughs> but,
2: but was the email addressed to you? Like it came to the in the moment, but was it a, like no? It came to Mo? both of us. It, so it said Mo and Katie for yep. the details for this event.
4: Absolutely, and I and I had your name on the email because I had to add all of the names, the full names of everyone who was coming.
2: Did you tell her that it was in her email, the details?
4: I thought I did, but I might not.
7: (laughs) No. (laughs) I thought I did. It was just simple. Just give me the details from you directly the day before, and I'll make an
4: effort to come Okay, now that's Mm. fair, and Mm. I honestly didn't know you didn't have the details. Mm. But why not just shoot a text saying, where is it? All right. That's true.
2: No, it's not. It's your event. Why Uh should she have to work to go to your event? No,
4: because I already told her, and she clearly forgot. I did tell her it was going to be at the Georgia Aquarium.
0: If I invited invited you and didn't tell you, you would hit me up probably the next day and you'd go, okay, so are you going to give me the details?
7: Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of credit for that. Mm. But now let's go to the day of Friday. I am off. And for some reason, Friday I woke up a six. And that slowly decreased to a five. And I hibernated until 6 p.m. It was so bad. My mom came knocking on the door baby, you all right? You've been, you been sleeping all day. Okay. I was like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm, just, I'm out of it. <laughs> so that's why the day of I didn't text him because even when it happened, I was not going to go. Because you didn't want to get, out, of get out the bed. I wasn't <laughs> going to text.
3: <laughs> just tell truth. But I the truth. She had known there would have been
7: food. But if said I said a dude. date, yeah. If <laughs>
5: I would have oh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Honestly?
5: I mean, get know. <laughs> The
2: way Katie's heart <laughs> is through her stomach. If you would have told her the food was going to be there, she would have been there in a
7: hot second. Okay. I'm thinking this is like a speech, at like what you did for BBA Kid Landon at a high school or something like this. I did not realize it was at the Georgia Aquarium until afterwards. I did not realize it was going to be a plate. I'm sorry, Mo. Oh,
4: so if you would have knew it would be more than Lunchables there, you would have been <laughs> on your way to
3: come to this speech. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> but I heard you did great. Say, thank you, Katie. <laughs> thank you.
3: The Burt Show.
2: The Burt Show has joined the Helping Mamas. Challenge. For those that not, are not aware, Helping Mamas is a nonprofit in Georgia and they are the baby bank supply, all right? And they help um, families in need, giving them all kinds of supplies, especially diapers. This week is Diaper Need Awareness Week. And the Helping Mamas challenge is to make sure we fill the warehouse with diapers. And here's the reason why some stats. One in two families. One in two families in the U.S. struggle to afford diapers. What? One in two families in the United States struggle to afford diapers. This is according to the Helping Mamas website. I'm
0: going to do the math on this. (laughs) Because you do that, and then you carry it, and then you bring it. That's 50%. It
2: is. That's a lot of people. It is. And then 28% of parents experiencing diaper need reported skipping meals to afford diapers. (laughs) Which is heartbreaking.
0: I hear statistics like that, and I realize I live in a bubble, man. That sounds ridiculous. I
2: know. And in uh, uh, in 2022, Helping Mamas provided 1.5 million diapers to families in need. In 2023, the need in our community has doubled due to inflation. Okay, so that's why we're doing this, and that's why the Burt Show has joined the challenge. Now, our goal was 4,000 diapers. We blew past that. Our Burt Show fam is insane. We knocked that out in like 120 seconds. Yes, and we got 6,000 diapers, and then we made a new goal for 10,000 diapers. Blew past that. We ended up with 13,000. Then we got to 17,000 diapers, and I decided now's the moment to make this bigger. Go big or go home, because I've learned from Burt Weiss (laughs) You got to go, you got to make it bigger.
0: You just never be content. Think big. (laughs) (laughs) Contentment is not a possibility.
2: (laughs) You know what? A little bit, yeah, kind of, (laughs) sort of. Anyway, so I presented this to all of you and you so graciously joined my cause because (laughs) what we are going to do is if we had 20,000 diapers, I will pose in a photo wearing a diaper. If we hit 25,000 diapers, Bert will pose in a photo (laughs) wearing a diaper.
0: This hits a little close to home Uh, as... I believe when you and I were out on Friday night, you sneezed and said you think you peed yourself. Oh, so no, I,
2: I did. You did.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm wondering if this isn't self-serving, and I'm getting to an age where I might need one of these things.
3: <laughs> um, FYI, it
2: wasn't because I sneezed. It's because I got excited to see pink, and I jumped up
4: and down. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was. All right.
2: If we collect 30,000 diapers, Mo is going to take a photo in a diaper. I thought it was 50. 30. Oh, all right. If we collect 35,000 diapers, Abby is going to pose in a photo wearing a diaper. <laughs> Y'all keep it at 34 99, 99.
0: Somebody <laughs> asked we, me how, how come we haven't used Tommy in this whole thing. We are. Oh, we are?
2: If we collect 40,000 diapers, the entire cast, okay. everybody who's at the photo shoot on Sunday <laughs> will pose in a diaper. We will do the group photo together, okay? So, I have an update. Stephanie from Helping Mamas has reached out to me and given me this update. By the way, so easy to donate. It's on all our social media accounts and at theburtshow.com. There's a link. You purchase the diapers. They get delivered straight to the warehouse, and the count goes in our bank.
0: Okay, the number again for you.
2: 20,000.
0: Number for me.
6: 25. Okay, Mo. 30. Got it. 35. Uh Uh-huh. 40.
0: All 40.
6: feels very weird to want us to break records, but also not want us to break records. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so the email from Stephanie reads Kristen, I
2: just finished running the numbers, and you are at 20. 20- 2,676 okay. diapers! Yeah. Okay.
0: Yes. yes! Fantastic! <laughs> That's a lot of diapers.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. Yep. I will be posing in a photo wearing a diaper. However, we are a mere about 2,500 short of Burt. Posing in a diaper. Uh, you guys go ahead and take the day
0: off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday.
0: Yeah, do we have a set deadline day?
2: Uh, September 27th, 2025. Of,
0: of this year? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's right around the corner. It is okay. right around the
2: corner. So there, there is need and the need is now. So at com, you will find our Goodler uh, link so you can purchase diapers and have them shipped. If you would like to see Herbert Weiss walk, rock, rocking Walk, walk in a diaper. So you're
0: committed already. I am. That's done. That is
2: done. Okay. But I want some more people to join me for this photo.
0: And once again, we have a deadline date now. So if mm-hmm. you want to get to the 40,000, I might donate that much just to get us all in the room to do that together. <laughs> <laughs> that, that you do think that. we did shots on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Wait till this one. i need a shot for that one. <laughs> all right. All okay. the info again, Kristen.
2: At thebirdshow.com.
0: The Bird Show. <laughs> all right. So. She thinks that uh, this break that she had with her dude was fine in the moment, but he might not have stopped his break, and he's still dating somebody else. So she wants our help to get to the bottom of this and to catch Cheater War of the Roses. The email goes something like this. Um, My boyfriend and I decided to take a break a few months ago. We both knew we'd want to get back together, but our fighting seemed constant. Can we stop there for just one second? When most people... Take
4: breaks. Do they get back together happily mm-hmm. in the long run? Sometimes. Uh, Sometimes. I, I think the majority don't, though. But I think it goes both ways.
0: Twenty percent actually get back and it works out.
4: More than that. More than that. I'd probably say about 35, 40.
0: She says, "I won't lie. In that time, both of us explored situations with other people. But as predicted, the universe seemed to nudge us back together. However, since we've reunited, a shadow has been hanging over us that I can't seem to shake." He started seeing someone during our break, which I genuinely was okay with. Initially, we were on a break after all, but ever since we decided to give our relationship another chance, I've been having this gut feeling that he hasn't completely cut ties with her. There have been whispers in our friend group, little hints here and there that keep feeding my doubts. Maybe it's a lot of insecurity and jealousy, but my trust flies out the window every time his phone lights up with a message or when he mentions her in passing. He reassures me that there is nothing going on, but deep down, my intuition tells me that something's not right. I want to believe in us, but I can't shake off the image of him with her and the possibility that they might still be seeing each other. So I guess I'm just hoping that I can get some type of confirmation that things are over with her. If he chooses to send me flowers rather than her, I will know.
5: From April. You don't like it. I don't like this because I can already tell that this relationship is going to end no matter what happens. (laughs) Because you don't trust this guy. You don't trust this guy. You're catching a vibe. And I think the fact that you guys went on a break with no end in sight tells me everything I need to know about where you guys were um, in your relationship. And it doesn't really sound like you guys have gotten stronger from this break. I think that's the only way you can come back from a break is if it's productive in some way and where you have an end date, you want to get back together and you've worked towards fixing the problems you had the first time around.
0: So this is a new one for me here, because I don't think that I ever had an organized breakup, like knowing we were going to get back. No, like a break, like you're saying, like for me. I've certainly gotten back with girls that we had broken up and then we got back together, but there was no timetable on it. But what you're saying here is when you do a break, there's usually a timetable. Like, so, okay, October 15th, Mm -hmm. our breakup time is over.
5: Well, I had a conversation on my podcast with a therapist about how to have a break in a healthy way. And they said that you have to, if you're going to take a break, then it needs to be for a specific reason. Other than that, it's just a break up. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to have a break, it needs to be for a specific reason, for problems that you were having in your relationship. So fine have the break but set a timetable maybe it's 90 days maybe it's two weeks and then when you come back together you should be able to have some kind of game plan as to how to get stronger from this other otherwise you just need to break up there's no point
4: different strokes for different folks, but I I never understood this kind of break. I, I always felt like a break, if you are intending on getting back together, it should be more about like you just taking space and figuring out what you really want to do when you're working on yourself. But I feel like the moment you start talking to other people, it mm-hmm. makes it seem as if that's what the break was really about. Mm-hmm. You just wanted to be able to talk to other people. So they took a break to stop fighting and now the break gave them more to fight about. I really don't see this relationship ending well either way. That's a really good point because when you do take a break, you're not really assuming that you guys are going to
0: date other people. You're just that's needing me. a little space for each other yeah
2: a a breakup you date other people Mm -hmm. a break that's not where you date other people you you work on yourself so you can be a better partner for the person that you are on a break from that's not the time to to go out and start hooking up with other people because to me that shows that you, you don't give two craps about the person you're with
0: yeah that's dangerous ground right there and then just to assume that okay you're gonna see other people I'm gonna see other people and then when our date our time, our deadline is up, that those relationships, I'm just going to cut them all off. It it doesn't seem realistic.
5: Yeah. If you're going to talk to other girls while we're in the middle of a break, because if I'm on a break, I'm assuming that if we're going to get back together, I don't want to have other guys in the back of my mind. And I would assume that you, if you cared enough about me, you wouldn't have the emotional capacity to entertain other girls and entertain other options. So, I mean... I'm excited to see what's going to happen with this War of the Roses, Mm -hmm. but I can tell that this relationship is doomed.
0: I agree. Yeah. It's not looking real good. good. It's on life
4: support. The Burt Show. (laughs) Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz.
5: Would you pay to use X, aka Twitter, for a small monthly fee? Well, Elon Musk. (laughs) no, 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 no. No. Well. Elon Musk is suggesting that he's going to start charging all users of Twitter. So he said they're moving to a small monthly payment for the use of X. And he's saying that this is, quote unquote, one of the only ways to eliminate the bot problems because you'll have to use a new payment method every time you want to make another account. So he thinks that's going to deter people Mm. who are going to create all these fake accounts. But there's also another narrative because he said that um, they're currently down in ad revenue by about 50 percent and so they've got a lot of debt and twitter has about 550 million monthly users so also if you pay them if you charge them like a dollar a month you do it for one month and then i'm sure i'm sure a lot of that's going to be eradicated
0: i have really put twitter slash x whatever we're calling it now at arm's length it was just so negative that I just decided, like, I've been losing enthusiasm for it for a long time. I don't think I've posted now in a week, week and a half. And with all these decisions that Elon is making, it's just making it so much easier for me to, like, be okay with the fact that I'm just going to delete the, the app here eventually.
2: It's so weird because it was part of my daily routine. I would check Twitter, I refuse to call it X, multiple times a day, especially, like, that's where I got a majority of my breaking news was courtesy of, and I love mm. doing, like, when they had, like, live sporting events or like when you would watch the VMAs, you'd tweet along with it, right? And now, I mean, I, I don't even go once a week to, to to scope stuff out. And it just, it's faded.
6: There's one other person on this planet who is praying that Twitter slash X starts charging. And that is Mark Zuckerberg and the entire team mm. at Threads. <laughs> that is literally the only thing that would save Threads because if Twitter slash X starts charging, it's mm. dead. As an app, I can tell you it is Done. It is dead. It might give threads a fighting chance, but I still doubt it. And I think we might be seeing the era end of an era, like kind of like May, MySpace faded out. We yeah. make jokes. Aim is gone, and I think now uh, Twitter is headed that way. I'm
0: gonna take a hard left here, based on a conversation that I heard you guys having earlier this morning. Because for me, you know, I've told you guys that. I feel like in my life, like the keys for me being happy is like trying to block out as much toxicity as you can people, events, social media. And I heard you guys come in this morning saying that you feel like every time you go on instagram now was it instagram you were talking oh, yeah. about you're seeing like stories about kids that are getting hurt or whatever that is totally a- alienating you
2: from that app it's a doom scroll is what it's become yeah. now and i've 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 started changing and trying to curate who i follow so i'm not as inundated with those horrific stories and for me it's like ever since i became a mom any story about a child that is harmed in any way shape or form i mean that just that it's it, triggering it's very mm-hmm. triggering Yeah,
0: you can feel it draining you like Mm -hmm. I have had to like cut my news. I've said this before cut my news intake down quite a bit because it really drains your soul.
6: Well, there's nothing like opening Instagram and I think I'm going to see Kristen and her kid Jimmy or my friend's cute dogs or, you know, Abby's cat Della and it's a headline about a horrific death and I'm like, that's not why I'm here. So I use TikTok and what I like is I get my news from TikTok but I follow creators who break down issues Mm. in ways that are understandable. So when I get that news delivered to me, it's by somebody who is credible that I trust and it's not shock value. And that's what I really appreciate about it so I can get the actual facts rather than a shock value headline that is going to put me in a spiral for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what's become frustrating
5: for me with Instagram is that it's not mainly the people that you follow. They've started quote unquote curating Mm -hmm. your Mm feeds you Mm -hmm. really don't have that much control over what you see and it's so much harder to scroll past and like ignore it if something bad comes up. Like I'm gonna have to unfollow people because the stories they
2: post are just they're horrific. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, Ariana Grande, on a lighter note, Ariana Grande and her ex have both filed for divorce after she, oh, this is oh, That's Ryder. a lighter
0: note. <laughs> not <lighter laughs>
2: that's oh, a lighter note.
0: What's light about that?
4: God. Ha <laughs> 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 I saw Ariana. Let's I... party.
5: Easy breezy.
2: We love
4: divorce.
5: I saw Ariana Grande and in my mind, the little like entertainment went, woohoo, grande it's a fun entertainment <laughs> story and then i realized this is a divorce story yeah. so ariana grande and her ex have both filed for divorce after two years of marriage this is such a depressing e- e- buzz. i'm so sorry so it was reported back in july that both her and her husband have split and now they have both filed for divorce and they're citing irreconcilable dis- differences for the reason why they're getting why they're splitting and also they dated their um their date of separation as february twentieth, twenty 2023 I found it very interesting that the Wicked movie started filming in December of mm. 2022. So it didn't take that long for mm. things to get moving with a new boyfriend, Ethan Slater, who's our co-star on that film. I'm glad
0: you ended that on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> that been great feels now. so much better. <laughs> yes.
2: I
5: love
3: divorce. Well,
0: the- divorce.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> uh, he was feuding with his hit show. So why did he reportedly beg to come back? I'll give you the deets on Kevin Costner on your next Evas on The Burt Show.
0: The Burt Show. <laughs> so I've been approached to do a reality TV show. And it's not the first. I mean, when you do a show like this, um i think when casting directors come into town uh and they start asking people like "Do you know anybody that might fit into this tv show we're top of mind because we've done the show here for so long
2: and it's also like a win-win because we'll talk about it on the radio there
0: you go so um (laughs) over the years i've been uh approached to do a couple of different reality tv shows but look if we, we want to be smart about it, we know what these things are about, right? They're just going to create uh-huh. tension in your house and in your life. Most reality TV shows don't do well if everything's fine mm-hmm. with the cast, right? So for a couple a couple of different times, um, I was approached to have my whole family in a reality TV show. And when I dug a little bit deeper, there was one that I realized that as they were putting these couples together, the show really wasn't about the guys on this show. It was about the our wives not getting along. I could just tell by the cast that they were putting together that they were putting together all alpha females, and I could just see in my mind because this is sort of what we do for—we're in kind of the same business, right? Entertainment, and we know what works and we doesn't, drama and what sells. doesn't drama sells, right? So I've always turned it down. I didn't want cameras in my house ever. Um, I do appreciate my private time, and I just try to avoid any kind of stress. And inviting cameras into your house, knowing that they're going to stir up drama. I didn't need that in my marriage. It was suffering anyway. So (laughs) I wasn't going to add to that. But
2: kudos to you for making that decision because quite a few people need to make the same one and they don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It it rarely ends well, right? But this one, at least on the first email, and I got a follow-up today, feels innocent enough except... it's going to be focusing on one of my kids. No, mm. no,
2: no. You don't even know what it is yet. I don't care. No. <laughs> do you don't even know what it is yet. If you don't want to do reality TV, why would you want your child to do reality TV? Let
0: me just read. Yeah, I mean, I would do it with him. Of course. And uh, he doesn't even know about this yet. I haven't even run this by him. I haven't even run this by my ex-wife. I would never sign off on this without getting her permission also. Of course. So um, the email reads, my name is... I won't use their name, blank. And I'm a casting director for a possible new reality TV show in town. I got your name from a few people and have listened to your show now. I think you might be perfect for what we're looking for. The first time I listened to your show, you were discussing a mistaken home fecal test. And I thought, well, at least I know this guy isn't afraid to share his (laughs) personal life. That's (laughs) That's for sure. And then they're right, ha. Anyway, we're looking for families. That are going through the process of picking and getting accepted to colleges. That's my son. My, my junior, Hollis, is looking at schools right now trying to determine which one he wants to go to. Uh, we understand you have a son that is just beginning this process now. Our show intends to focus on the stresses mm, and triumphs mm, as parents go through this important process with their kids. It's going to be an exciting show that mirrors the lives of a few students and their families going through this process together. If you're interested, I'd love to discuss more and provide you answers to your questions. Looking forward to hearing from you.
2: No. Mm. No.
0: Okay, so (laughs) I I agree with you. Like, my knee-jerk reaction to this is, okay, no, but... Then I'm looking at it, going like, I mean, what kind of drama could they possibly stir up? You have no that idea. would make him uncomfortable, our rela- put a stress on our relationship. I, I, this one seems as innocent as any of the offers that I've, I've had before. What would the benefits be? Mm. Uh, well,
2: the silence is definite. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> That that would be my first question. And I haven't even asked him about it. I don't know if this is something that he'd really be into or not. I mean, for the benefit for us, I mean, we would get some notoriety for the show, I guess. But Mm -hmm. I don't want to cost, not not at the cost of my relationship with my kid. You're
2: putting his academics on blast. You're putting your financials on Mm. blast. Like, he has a dream school he doesn't get into. And then he's like, that's now being, you know, aired nationally. I just, I feel like there's so many downsides to this rather than an upside. Like, you can document this journey Mm -hmm. on our show. Right. And that way you have that in...
0: I can control the narrative. Exactly.
6: (laughs) This, you have zero control over. I don't think there's anything... It sounds like a cool show that I would watch. It would be interesting. My issue is with... And I've seen this with companies that aren't reality shows that are just much lesser. You have to sign over the rights to use your image Mm -hmm. however they want in perpetuity for whatever reason. And so that would be my whole hang-up is giving my kids likeness to some company to literally use however they want for the rest of his life worldwide. They can make him look however they want. Mm. They could put his face on any image. It doesn't even have to do with the reality show. I, I'm assuming because that's what most of these blanket lawyer statements cover now just to keep, safeguard the company. But like I was going to go to an event at um, my alma mater and their image Agreement, like if you go to this event you're agreeing to X Y and Z and I was like absolutely not I am NOT gonna mm-hmm. sign my kid up so you can use her face for the rest of her life and marketing however you want and they're just safeguarding themselves like I understand it's like lawyer speak they're just crossing all the T's dotting all the I's to be safe but you're really signing away so yeah. much
0: you know and as as again, we're sort of in the same entertainment type deal We don't focus just on um on reality type stuff and drama but as I was putting this whole show together in my mind looking what they're looking for for me this is like a really exciting time for me and Hollis and his mom also in that he's coming home from school and he's like, you know what I think Temple's the top of my list now and then I'd ask him to rank. You know, what his most desirable schools are. And, you know, he and I getting in a car and going to Ole Miss. And then, by the way, he's into LSU now also. Oh,
5: yeah. Go Tigers.
0: It's so funny that he has accidentally picked schools that are really desirable for him for sports marketing that are represented by everybody in here. He wants to go to Kentucky. He's thinking Kentucky, nice. NC State, and LSU now also, not Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, so I could kind of see like the, Cameras following us through that process, and he's taking his grades so seriously now because this is really in front of him, and he's working so hard. Nice. And I just thought it would kind of—I don't know—I I can see it working.
4: I'd say go back and make sure you read all of the email because you're kind of known for not reading all of the emails. Because <laughs> I don't want somewhere at the bottom to be like, "Oh yeah, and you two have to be naked." <laughs>
0: Choosing a school and naked? It Na- doesn't. Uh-uh.
2: Naked and afraid on campus.
0: <laughs> Al good morning. You are part of the Bird Show. Hi.
4: Good morning, Burshaw family. Yeah, um, I don't think it's really a good idea for the simple fact that you've been doing this business for years, and him doing that is going to kind of throw him into it. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to know who you are. They're going to know who he is. They're going to know his mistakes that you talked about on the radio. And then, you know, you're going to have to deal with uh, one of the sponsors and stuff that might want to use him because of your name. It's, it's just a lot that he he hasn't been, you know, given as far as the entertainment business nah, you're that right. you are a part of.
0: You're right. One po- positive could be, like, uh, he's really, really into soccer and he's pretty dang good at it, so maybe if we do this thing, mm-hmm. a school sees him and they recruit him to go to their school and he can get a scholarship, so that could be on the oh, good sure. side. That's
2: a stretch. What
0: are you saying? My son's not good at soccer? He's not soccer? that
2: good? No, I, that I recruit would be watching
0: the show. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to call them today and just get some more details, but I'm about 85% no on it. And I should probably run it by him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Th- th- there's that.
0: Yeah. It's the Burt show. Listen, <laughs> it's the Burt show. All right, I've got a confession to make. Um That's going to prove to you guys how totally insecure I am and how my ego sometimes needs stroking. I realized it this weekend at Music Midtown. So uh, I was going to meet you guys for Pitbull like around 7.30, 7, 7.30. I think Pitbull was going on stage, right? Um, and we were supposed to meet some listeners also. Sorry that we didn't get to meet listeners. We never found you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we never found each other. We were supposed to. Um, so I decided that I was going to leave my house in Johns Creek early. I would get there early. You never know what the lines are going to look like at Music Midtown either to get in. So I thought I'd leave early, right? Well, it just so happened. i I got in An Uber on Friday night, and it was. Clear sailing all the way down to Music Midtown.
2: I felt the same thing for me on Friday night and same thing for me on Sunday. It was super easy to get really down to Piedmont easy. Park. That's the
0: like, crazy thing about traffic in this city. Sometimes you just don't know, man. Yeah. You just don't know. So anyway, we get down to Music Midtown. I get down to Music Midtown. Uh, I went solo to meet you guys. And since I'm there early, I'm there like an hour early. I'm like, you know what? I'll just pregame at a couple of bars in Midtown before I meet up with you guys at uh, Music Midtown.
2: Which was smart, because man, that, that those booze prices at oh, Music Midtown crazy. Oh, they were <laughs> crazy. They, they were, were ridiculous. They were so ridiculous.
0: Ridiculous. So, um, you know, Mid the Midtown area in Atlanta is beautifully gay. <laughs> it's beautiful. It, it's beautifully a great gay neighborhood, right? So I, I walk into a bar and I'm sitting there by myself, and I start getting hit on. Like, left and right from dudes.
2: What bar were you at?
0: Uh, I don't know the name of it. Uh, the first one was a hookah bar, which I met a listener who was a really nice dude. Uh, that's not where it happened, though. Um, so I went into another bar, uh, and I started getting hit on by guys left and right. Now, I'm I'm straight, right? So this is not going to go anywhere. But I got to be honest with you. Felt pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> All right? So I go to Music Midtown, and uh, Pink is over. Kristen and I had a great time watching Pink also. And... My fiancé happens to be at a party down the street for one of her friends, so I didn't have to call an Uber. Tiffany was going to come pick me up. So between the time that she's coming to pick me up and the time that I'm going to meet her, there's about 10 minutes in between there. And I thought, I'm going to go get hit on again. <laughs> <laughs> My confession is, I walked back into a barge just to get hit on by a bunch of dudes. <laughs> okay. I felt really good about myself, though.
2: Did, did I really did. Did it boost the self-esteem? It
0: really did. Okay. I just know that uh, there were guys in there looking at me like, "Oh, this spinner. Oh, this <laughs> is <laughs> gonna be this is gonna be fun."
4: Did you get hit on a second time? I did get hit on a second right. time. Wow! It, yeah, you it was do fun. What
0: you got to do, I, for, talk. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I needed it. I, it was the ego boost that I didn't know I needed. <laughs> but I did. All right, you had a
4: great time at Music Midtown, also. Uh, somewhat. Yeah. I, um, I, I made a bit of a mistake and I, I have to figure out a way to make this up to my lady because I, uh, I dropped the ball in a major way in trying to help her prepare for music midtown.
2: And to be fair, you've never attended music midtown.
4: No. And I had no idea what it was going to be like. Mm-hmm. I, I even forgot for a second that it was outdoors. I, I couldn't remember. At a when place she,
2: called Piedmont Park. Yep. <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah. Yep. That happened, yep. Kristen.
0: And uh, yeah. so... If it was something different, they'd call it, like, Piedmont Dome.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Piedmont Stadium. The park Piedmont indicates... Arena. arena. Yeah, I don't... I was... In in my defense, I I was pretty busy last week. I overbooked myself. I had a lot going on every day and she wanted to fly out and come out to see my speech on Friday, which that was my dilemma because I was the keynote speaker at the Georgia Aquarium and then I was going from there straight to try to catch up with Pink and talk to some listeners and and meet you guys. And so she asked me in the beginning of the week, do I need to bring a change of clothes for from between the speech and the concert? And I, I I didn't, I didn't think so. So I was like, "No, I I think you'll be fine." Wait,
2: you're so she's attending like a a black tie event at the Uh Georgia Aquarium, and then leaving there. And going to a festival
4: yes. in a park <laughs> where it had rained all day. Uh, exactly that. Sweet. And um, they, she asked me what to wear to the speech. It was, uh, I believe it was called cocktail attire. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So uh, I told her uh, <laughs> uh, cocktail attire, and she's like, "Okay, I can. I think I can put that together." And you sure? you'll think I'll be fine going to the concert after. And I'm like, oh, I, don't, no. I, don't, I don't see why not. Again, not a concert,
2: a festival. An outdoor oh. festival.
4: So, well, the first part of the date, I was like boyfriend of the year. I yeah. killed that part. Yeah. We, we showed up. We looked great together. I did the speech. She was proud of me. And everything was going really well. And then um, I also, if you were listening earlier, blame Katie for this partially as well, because Katie was supposed to be there to give us a ride in which Mm. it would have been easier to have a change of clothes. Blame it all on Katie, man. But um, (laughs) because we took a lift, I figured she probably wouldn't want to bring any extra clothes. And well, boy, was I wrong because we showed up to Piedmont Park and she had heels on. Really, really nice heels.
2: Stilettos. Yep. High stilettos. Very high. So she's basically aerating Piedmont Park as uh-huh. she's walking
4: through. Yep. And uh she doesn't get upset often at <laughs> all. Like I I don't this might actually be the first time and I could tell the entire night she was trying to hide it. But as soon as we showed up, she was like this is where it is? <laughs> so I'm like, yes. And I could tell as soon as we got out the lift that I wasn't anywhere near where Pink was. Oh, because God. it sounded, she sounded like she was performing in another state. Yeah. So I was like, um, I think we got to walk across this grass. And she's like, the mud? I said, yeah. So we like three steps in and I just hear her go. You gotta be effing kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was walking. I asked her if she wanted me to carry her. She's looking at me like no. Oh, just yeah. Just keep walking. She wanted to take them off, but she didn't want to walk barefoot. So basically her her feet, she was like her her heels were sinking yeah. in the oh, grass. Oh easily. And to make matters worse, I couldn't find the section where we were supposed <laughs> to go. So I went I went to like two different sections. They told me, No, you have to go that way. So then I looked at her and I was like, this not it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go down this way. Then we went there and they were like, no, it's at the other side of the stage.
0: Damn. <gasps> to, it,
4: it probably took us a good, like, 30 minutes to even get to where we were going. She kept him on the whole time? The entire time. Whoa. Yes, we Sorry. never saw you. Well, the, the, the only thing that kind of saved me was I ran into Bert. Mm-hmm. And that became the highlight of the night, like, because she met Bert. So when I saw it, that's, <laughs> that's why when that's I saw good. it, was like, I was speaks like, speaks meet my girlfriend. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give her. For something that she could look back at and go, okay, it was worth going now because she's wanted to meet everybody.
2: He's worth going?
4: That, that wasn't that was worth, good. like, it, well, she was underwhelmed. No.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, uh, hour and a half
0: on grass and heels, definitely underwhelmed.
4: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i definitely not getting boyfriend of the month after Uh-oh. that one. And uh, she, I, I owe her a pair of heels uh-huh. and, and, and a few dates and, and some other things, but yeah. uh, I kind of dropped the ball on yeah, In one. the doghouse. Yes, sir. All right, 60 seconds left here. Rebecca,
0: you made a comment earlier about pink fans. What's wrong Ooh. They're awesome.
1: Well, you'd think Pink like, gives free love and compassion and kindness, but some of her fans were not giving <laughs> that at all. They because, are passionate. Oh, they were so passionate. I was trying to get up to Abby, who was up at the barricade at the Pink Show, because she got there real early, and she staked out her place, and she did not move. Had to see my man, Mr. 305. <laughs> so I tried my best mm-hmm. to just... I'm not... People might not think I'm like a confrontational person, but I'm actually pretty frontational Mm -hmm. sometimes. (laughs) Like, I can kind of get into it. And the people were not trying to let me in to Mm -hmm. go try to find Abby. And I'm like, concert etiquette, you just let the one girl. I'm like, five, three. It's fine. (laughs) I'm not impeding your pink stage. And the closer I got to Abby, the meaner they got, (laughs) blocking my body, Uh pushing me. One guy called me a bitch. How did he know you? (laughs) Was that one of our listeners? (laughs) I was like, Dad, I didn't know you were here.
0: (laughs) It's a great time at Music Midtown. Here we are on Tuesday, still talking about it. All right. So go next year. It's the Virt Show. Listen, it's the Virt Show.